raisins or prunes, so you're probably spot on. I think I am. And for those of you just tuning in, we're talking about Ozzy's disgusting piss-colored wine. Nice. It's Well, we had chicken marsala tonight, so I thought I'd have the rest of the marsala in a glass of wine for a little aperitif. <laughs> Ozzy is buzzed right now. No, I'm not. We're just having a good time. Everybody's here in the room listening. We've got a live audience we tonight. We've a live audience. It's fantastic. It's great. Um, well, hello. Welcome to the Lowcast. My name's Ozzy. And my name's Lauren. And this is the Lowcast. Yep. Same Thanks old for bullshit. Tuning in. <laughs> Thank you for being here. That's Happy right. Wednesday, as yeah. always. Wednesday, hump day. Hump day. Yeah, buddy. Um, we we like had. Hump day. Yeah, we do. We love yeah. it. It's right in the middle of the week. It's it, funny how that happens like that. Isn't it? Every week, right? Every week. It's right in the middle. <laughs> it's just weird. It's like they planned it. Oh, goodness. Um, We had a fantastic weekend. We did, yes. Yes. Yes, we did. We do, had a great weekend. Do you want to tell our listeners what we did? Compliments of my sister Lorraine. Yes. Yes, we did. We celebrated her birthday last week. Yep. And, uh, I'm sorry, over the weekend. And uh, we had a great time. It was yep. a great family gathering. Social distance, of course. Right. Uh, in a hall, we respected all the state, local, and uh, uh, facility um, guidelines. restrictions and mm-hmm. guidelines and all that good stuff. And we had a whole bunch of family members there. It was really an awfully great time. So we It was a, fantastic. It was, yeah, it was fun. It was a great job all around. I know yeah. you and Peggy put a lot of time into the planning process. We did. And um, I feel like, the what is that saying? The fruits of your labor? It all... It culminated. It did. It was Saturday fantastic. Yeah. It was honestly so much fun. Yeah. And the best part, other than Lorraine celebrating her birthday, <laughs> do you, you want to tell them the best part? Uh, there was a lot of best parts. I don't know. This, 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 this version's, is, now, now, this version's I know, PG, the one right, that I'm good, referring to. Good. All right. Let's keep it PG. <laughs> <laughs> the best part of the night was drum roll. Oh, I wish we had a drum roll sound oh, effect. Oh, that's okay. I don't know. Uh, okay. <laughs> Wait. Okay. I hate to keep talking <laughs> about Pitch Perfect, but you know when the fat kid was like, drum roll, and he Oh, yeah. Does on his roll. My liege. My liege. <laughs> <laughs> Who could forget? Okay. So that's what I'm thinking of. Think about that kid doing the drum roll on his stomach. On his belly. Um, yeah. And the drum roll is Studio Two. Studio Two. Was there. The Beatles tribute band out yes. of the North Shore of Massachusetts. These guys did a fantastic job. Oh, yes. It was great. I knew, and I knew it right from the beginning. You know, in, in, the, in the middle of the day, you know, the event started at 6 o'clock in the afternoon. And I got in there about 2 o'clock in the afternoon. The band had already arrived. I got there at 2 o'clock in the afternoon, start taking some things in and decorating and all that good stuff. Mm-hmm. And the band was there just unpacking their stuff. They didn't even get any of the electronics plugged in yet. But I could tell by the energy, just the way they talked to each other. They were just fantastic. And I knew it was going to be a great night. Just totally. For, just from the energy. The yes. positive energy that they were just... You know, just oozing right out of them it was great. It was fantastic. <laughs> Ozzy, the way that you're describing it, like with your whole body right now, I wish everybody could see. I'm Italian. I can't help it. I, I know. I tie my hands down, I can't speak. Um, that's true. He's, he's mute at that point. That's right. um, fantastic. And I don't know like their relationship with each other, but I think a couple of them are brothers, right? Yes. Two of them are brothers. Okay. And then the other two are band members. Okay. Um, but three of them, I believe, are graduates out of uh, Berkeley School, School of Music in mm-hmm. Boston. And, so uh, professionals. Professionals. Yes. They're, you know, they're the real deal. Right. Yeah. It was fantastic. Yeah. And um, I just feel like they were like silly. And I know that that sounds weird, but like they really took on the role of the Beatles. The young Beatles. Yes. That's right. Because they were goofy. They were silly. Right. You know? They enjoyed the act. They enjoyed, you know, putting on a performance. Right. Mm-hmm. It was great. Yeah. 
I know. Um, so 10 out of 10. And I feel like I just want to, I know they're not technically a small business, mm-hmm. but like they're, what would you, like, what do you call, like they're, they're entertainers. Yeah, they are entertainers and they are a small business. I really hope they get discovered sometime. I don't know what that means for a local group like that, but, um, you know, the, um, the, the band member that manages the band, Steven, um, and, and if you don't know this group, Studio 2 Tribute Band, uh, look them up on Google. You know, you can see their videos on YouTube and all that good stuff. They do a great job. Um, but he was telling me that in uh, 2020, at, at the end of 2019, going into 2020, they thought they were going to break the 200 events in one year in 2020. They had uh, 197 events booked in February of 2020. Wow. And then COVID hit, and then it just went to nothing. Mm-hmm. So uh, this was truly their first live event in Massachusetts since uh, the pandemic hit early in 2020. So um, it was great. They had the energy. They just delivered. They really delivered. And uh, they really did make Lorraine, too. And Lorraine, if for those of you that are listening that don't know this, that my sister Lorraine is a special needs uh, sister. And uh, they made, they truly did make her the uh, guest of honor of the night. It was fantastic. And of course, she's 74 years old and she danced from start to finish yes. without stopping. I, I mean, we had they to like, did force her to sit down <clears throat> to eat. <laughs> they did. Yeah, she took a 10 minute break to have, uh, you know, macaroni and meatballs and, you know, all the fare that my beautiful cousins from Razzie's Baking and Catering uh, delivered to us. Mm-hmm. So she sat down for that and then she danced and she sang for the entire evening. It was fantastic. It was awesome. And, and everybody did. Like, it, everybody. They, the, I feel like um like it was you would have never known they hadn't performed for like 12 months right they they came out like they were like i mean obviously i mean they're professionals and i know right. that sounds silly but like um they, they like did not miss a beat at all Nothing. and they were just on it they were in character they were um <laughs> it was just fantastic it was. all around it was cool. and everybody was on the dance floor it was uh, it was really fun. Even for millennials and Gen Zers yep. like you, Lauren, I know. that don't even know the Beatles. You guys had a good oh, time. Oh, come on. Come we on. know who the Beatles are and we <laughs> know, know songs. You know. You're right. Um, and I will say I had a couple of friends there yep. and we all had just as much fun as everybody else who grew up with the Beatles. That's so, great. That's fantastic. Yeah, it was a family affair and it was like perfect for everybody. And for all those that did grow up with the Beatles, grow up with the Beatles um, that are now in their 70s, um, they were actually reliving their childhood. You know, you could see that in their eyes eyes and yep. how they you know danced to the music and was up by the band it was just a great night it was it was a lot of fun yep. yeah and yeah. the bartender was pouring them heavy he was pouring them heavy that, so that helped big <laughs> shout out so let's do our shout out right now so first off to studio two tribute band they're mm-hmm. a beatles tri- tribute band look for them studio two yep and then the uh, elks 908 lodge in woburn which is the woburn stone of 908 lodge on Washington Street in, in uh, Stoneham. And then again, our beautiful cousins, Nancy and Lucy from Razzie's Baking and Catering. I love how you say yeah. beautiful cousins. I mean, they, they are. are beautiful. They but are. you like that's you have to say that adjective before cousins. Oh, absolutely. They are. I yeah. mean, that just captures their whole persona. I, I don't <laughs> disagree does. with you. I completely agree. <laughs> I'm just saying it's funny because this is like the seventh time that I've heard you like talk about it, not just on the podcast, mm-hmm. but in general. Right. And oh, by the way, all of our listeners, you should have seen Ozzy. He had the chance to get the mic at the uh, oh. at the birthday bash and he was in character it was low cast aussie <laughs> times 10 uh microphone's always with me give this guy a the mic and he won't shut stage. the hell up who said that who said the whole world is the stage i know there's um, somebody in history famous it sounds in history. like something like um marilyn monroe would have said uh, i don't i don't know peggy can you uh, google that for us this from our live audience the whole world is a stage all right well she looks that all up right. yeah. we're gonna um 
the whole world is our stage. Look that up, Peggy. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> so, all right. So, fantastic weekend. All right. So, those are our business shout outs this week. Mm-hmm. Um, we were going to post pictures. We'll tag people. You'll be able to look people up if you're interested in having, um, you know, a safe type of event this summer. Right. Definitely look up our friends and um, and use them for your future events. Please do. Yep. You won't be disappointed. Shakespeare. Shakespeare said that? Wow, okay. The world is... I feel like that... All right. I I, I thought it was somebody a little bit more recent. Maybe Shakespeare said it first and then somebody else like made it more famous. Could be. Okay. Thank you, Peggy. Thanks, Peggy. All right. We're going to switch gears. We are. Yes. We're going to switch gears slightly because I have a funny story and I feel like this is what I feel like we should talk about tonight. This is our topic. Okay, ready? Okay, go ahead. So... (laughs) Ozzy has to remind himself that this is our topic. I am. Here I am. <laughs> Even though we just talked about it five minutes ago. Um, all right. So I had to do something today and it involved like interacting with multiple people, like hun- like a couple of hundred of people. And I had to monitor um, questions that came in and whatnot. So I was... So on a, like a like a Zoom call or yes. a video call. Okay, yeah, yeah. gotcha. And I was given some feedback afterwards about how, wow, like Lauren, like you are um, really great at talking off the cuff mm. and that is what that was the term that was used <laughs> with, with talking really yes you're really when like when i first heard that like i it took everything in me to not just word vomit like what that <laughs> means in my head but like when somebody tells you that you were really good at talking off the cuff yeah that to, in my mind is kind of two things right it's common sense mm-hmm. and bullshitting 101 <laughs> ah, i wouldn't go that far no <laughs> I think that's just in the moment. You're witty. You're you're engaged. It's fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. But don't you kind of feel like it kind of boils down to like you just kind of know how to bullshit your way through some okay, things. Okay, good deal. All right. So um, you're done with the low cast and you're going to start a career in sales. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's where I learned it from. That's where it is. The apple doesn't fall far from the tree, I guess. Um, but have you ever come across that where you feel like you're talking in front of a crowd, you may not necessarily know where you're going with your topic, yeah, yeah. but you have to find an end point and you're just like, well, I'm in it now. Yeah, that's right. So you're deep. You might as well keep, keep on going. going. <laughs> and um, so I just feel like that was a fantastic compliment because it is right. kind of like, wow, like I, I, I feel like I am good at talking off the cuff, but mm-hmm. I don't necessarily think that that's like the best thing in the world. It just basically means I'm pretty good at bullshitting my well, way through. Well, no, you did, you, did, you did a really good job, especially because uh, you did it, um, you know, um, without knowing your audience, right? Because you're doing it through a video call, right? right? Through a Zoom thing. So you can't see into the eyes. You don't know who your audience is. And you're just kind of delivering with your own thoughts. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's very different when you're doing it in front of a live audience because you can see them, right? You can see them being engaged, what they're kind of thinking, what their body language is kind of like and how you deliver from there. Totally. Yeah. 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 The other thing is, is that like if you're live with somebody, that person would just speak for themselves, Mm -hmm. but you have to put a voice to their words. And I could have said something like that they would have said completely different, but the way that I interpreted it, I just tried to like put... (laughs) My, my bullshit twist on it. That's right. <laughs> well, at least you're, you know, that's good. I mean, it's good you're able to do that instead of those that are just reading from a teleprompter all the time, right? Kind of like our elected uh, officials, political officials. Well, don't to, drag politics into it. Not to get it. politics into this. All right, let's keep it seriously lighthearted. Like Ron Burgundy, for example. Yes, right? yes, yes. That's exactly right. Where he told the entire city of San Diego to go fuck themselves because that was on the teleprompter. <laughs> 
Good point. And he didn't. He could not do anything off the cuff. He had to read every read absolutely everything. Good. Right? Good point. Right. Yes. Right. So this I guess this is PG thirteen. You did say that, by the way. Yeah, but I mean, when you've had a couple of uh, Marsala wines, mm, you that's psychopath. The last one, by the way, of course it is. <laughs> that's good. Oh, awesome. I used the rest of it. Cooking, You're going to want me that to delete all, this episode. I didn't want to throw the bottle away. It was all that was left right there. Was no, that you, one little that half glass of wine? That would be a disrespect to the wine That's if right. you threw it away. All right, exactly. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we digress. All right, I know we digress a lot. We're coming back. We are. All right, are yeah. you ready? I'll try. Okay. Yeah. Well, Aussies, it's okay. We're going to get through this together. We're okay? good. All right. All right. So guide, guide me, Lauren. Today, I'm like your sheep herder. We're going to go this way now, okay? All right. Um, good. All right. So <clears throat> we've all had these times, right? Mm-hmm. When you're in a situation and you have a plan, mm-hmm. and maybe that plan doesn't necessarily go in the way that you thought it was. So then right. last minute, you're like, I have to jump ship, and I have to take this somewhere else that I didn't plan to take it. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking of like a public speaking event or an event in which you were responsible for leading a discussion. Right. Okay. It could be anything. It could be a best man speech. It could have been anything. And we've anything. all heard a bunch of those that have just gone totally sour. Oh, so bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Everybody, if you don't, this is the thing. You have to plan for it. Mm-hmm. But if you want to go off script and like go loosely based off of your plan right that's fine that's but right. then you have some people that get up there and they're just like mumbling mm-hmm. on about remember that time in yeah. cabo huh? yeah. good times <laughs> that was so fun yeah. it's just you know whatever okay so anyways <laughs> ozzy i'm passing the microphone to you okay? okay stay on topic i've got it okay all right and give us an example of a funny time or maybe it wasn't funny for you but now it's funny now <laughs> of when you maybe had a plan and then all of a sudden you're talking and then you're just spiraling into something else so anybody that's in sales has obviously gone down this path okay right? i like this yes it really go. has anybody has everybody has gone down this path all right so when you got the attention and you're so close to making the sale and i'm gonna i'm gonna <laughs> I'm going to refer back to a classic movie where all of my sales skills have blossomed from, and that's Tommy Boy. Oh, great. Is that where you got all of your skills? Everything. That, I owe Tommy Boy my entire career. Honestly, I, I have to agree with that with you. It's always, oh, wouldn't you rather take the butcher's word for it? That's right. That's right. And that came from Big Tom Callahan, Tommy Boy's dad. He invited all of his top tier customers to his wedding, right? I'm not going to use a personal example because a lot of them are kind of embarrassing. But Tom, Big Tom Callahan, he invited everybody to his house wedding and uh, all of his banker friends. He wanted to start up the new brake pad division of Callahan Auto. It was fantastic. And uh, he was having a tough time getting a loan to go ahead and, uh, you know, raise the capital to start the new division. And, uh, of course, he was uh, pretty well tanked, um, probably had a couple too many uh, Marsala wines. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> he had all of his banker friends right around him, and he said, hey, you know, they said, I don't know, Tommy, I don't know, Tom, you know, this sounds like a pretty risky business. And Big Tom Callahan says, hey, you could get a good look at a T-bone steak by sticking your head up the bull's ass but wouldn't you rather take the butch's word for it (laughs) and uh, of course he said it an awful lot more eloquently than i did um but uh they agreed and said okay you got a deal and he got the deal to go ahead (laughs) and start up his new brake pad division so the moral of the story is it does not matter what you say it matters how you say exactly it. it's all about the delivery you say it with confidence absolutely those people had no idea what they were signing up for but that guy tommy callahan was like you know what he did. I, you need what i'm telling you because i'm convinced 
I'm convincing you that you need that's it. That's right. That's right. That's Ozzie, right. I, you have a very unique way of deflecting conversation away from yourself. Once again, you know. <laughs> Sounds convincing. Yeah. And it worked. <laughs> it worked. <laughs> Were you not entertained? You were. You're right. <laughs> from honestly. the gladiator. <laughs> I know. Ozzy wanted to do mu- movie quotes today. So I feel like you got what you wanted, right? Yeah, yeah, that's right. I did. I got to insert a couple of those tonight. It's like sales. You just, right. just keep going. It's fine. <laughs> I get what I want. <laughs> you sure did. At the end of the day. Right. Um, fantastic reference, mm-hmm. Ozzy. Right. Fantastic. Right. That is such a great point. It is literally, if you are it's convincing all about enough, delivery. Right. it is all about how you deliver it. That's right. You say it with mm-hmm. confidence, conviction, and uh, you own it. You mm-hmm. absolutely own it. Right. I love that. Yeah. yeah. So wherever you are, just think about that. And if you ever feel like you're fading into the abyss, <laughs> you need to rail yourself back in because you're... If you're the you're the captain of your ship, so if that ship goes Good down, point, you're Lauren. going That's down with it. Right. So you might as well go down, you know, fighting. You're okay? the captain of your own ship, right? And you're the crew. <laughs> you're the first mate. You're the poop deck. <laughs> you're the bailer. You're all of it. Yeah. So you got to ride right. that all yeah. the way to the end, Absolutely. whether good or bad. I right. can't tell you how many times. So like, I think a lot of people know that I teach fitness classes mm-hmm. and like you have the microphone on, obviously, and how many times I have just said something and like not English, like it just didn't make sense at all. Mm-hmm. And that happens too. And you right. just have to bring yourself back. Right. And I mean, I feel like sometimes I black out when I'm talking and I don't remember what I say or how I said it. Um, but it's all good. you got to ride it to the end. You do. You just got to follow through. That's right. You're going to make some mistakes, but then it's all about how you finish, you know? That's right. That's exactly right. Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to get off my soapbox now and I'm going to turn it over to you, Ozzy. Tell our listeners what's coming. Well, there's something coming this weekend and then for our episode next week. Okay. So Sunday is Mother's Day. Mm-hmm. Coming up Sunday is Mother's Day, right? Yes. So next week on our next episode after Mother's Day, mm-hmm. we will have a special guest on our podcast, right? Yes, we will. We will. Everybody will finally have the opportunity to hear from Peggy. Yes. My wife, Peggy. You heard of her? You know her? That's right. We've uh, spoken of her in many episodes in the past. You love her? Yeah, that's right. She's always she's the behind the scenes of the low cast. She is, yeah. She's our PR. None of this could be possible without her. The, honestly, that's true. That's true. Yep. <laughs> um, so the idea is we are going to honor Peggy on Mother's Day mm-hmm. and uh, kind of against her will because she doesn't really want to do it, but we're going to force her to do it anyways to push her outside of her comfort that's zone. That's right, right. And um, they're, Peggy and Ozzy are going to tell the tale of oh their boy. love story. Oh, boy. Yes. How it all began. How it all began. Wow. Mm-hmm. That should be interesting. And <laughs> that's what we have in store for Mother's Day. So, mm-hmm. Peggy, I hope that you like your gift as a podcast episode because it's coming <laughs> to you. It's coming to you. And you have to do the work. <laughs> that's right. That's right. It should be pretty good. And hopefully, uh, we'll We'll have three microphones because yes, yeah, we so. will have three microphones. Absolutely. And also, um, I can just tell you. And if you are listening right now and you're thinking, "Oh, that's kind of boring," it's actually not a boring story. And I'm I've heard it like seventy four times. <laughs> so um, it's worth the listen. Plus, you're gonna get to see you know the the two of them together, right? Bantering. Back and forth. Back and forth. And which why is, it's lasted for 39 years. Yeah, exactly. So far. <laughs> you might learn some tips. You might learn what not to do, right. but it's okay. 
<laughs> so anyways that's our episode for next week so we just wanted to give you an update that that's what's coming mm-hmm. um and also since mother's day is coming up this weekend right. call your moms say if your send mom them a card. yeah send them a card if your mom isn't here anymore yep. um do something in her honor right and um keep her memory alive absolutely yep. yes yep so wish you all uh, the best Mother's Day. Mm-hmm. And uh, thank you once again for tuning in to the Lowcast. Thank you and goodbye. Goodbye.